Hi, this is Freebie Demo here. I'm joined by my trusted colleague, Monsieur Martin, and we just wanted to give you this brief interlude before the next episode of uh, the Roundtable pod, because there's been some recent changes to international travel from the UK government, as you may or may not have seen in the news. So since we recorded the first part, Portugal has now been moved to the Amber List. Um, so the rules and regulations for if you're flying out there or indeed returning from Portugal over the next, you know, however many days have changed. So, Martin, perhaps you might just want to give our listeners a little brief um, detail into what they might need now need to follow. Yes, Damo, absolutely. Um, obviously, since we recorded part two, the changes have come into play. And for those people returning to the UK from Portugal, um, we obviously referenced that at the end of the podcast you're about to listen to, um, has uh, has moved to this amber list, as I've said. You're going to have to now um, self-isolate um, and for, for 10 days, um, unlike on the green list. And obviously, then you'll have to take two different tests, one on day two and one on day 10. And if you pass both of them negative, then you can obviously be released from quarantine. There is a self-release scheme um, was led by the UK government, which you can sign up to. Uh, you'll have to pass a negative test on day five. Um, and all information for that can be can be found on the UK government website, you know, gov.uk. Um, for more information, do go there and you'll find out everything you need to know. That's, that's fantastic, uh, Martin. I think that's going to be really useful to our listeners. And I think without further ado, we should uh, just let them get on with it. And here comes the second part of our roundtable podcast. back to the second part of our roundtable discussion of the Travel Our World podcast. We hope you enjoyed the first one. Um, Martin, perhaps just a little bit of a recap, just remind everyone of our guests who we've got involved in this uh, in this very special first guest broadcast. Yeah, let's not forget. Yeah, these were our first guests and uh, these guests are people that I know very well. I, was, uh, I, didn't, I didn't come across too nervous in, in part one, but in part two, um, we I think it gets even better. So yeah, reminder of the people that... Um, our first guests on the podcast were Owen Rees Menendez, working. He works for a major corporate travel management company. He's uh, he's also been a holiday rep. Um, we'll have him on another pod at some at another point. Uh, Simon Richardson, co-owner of a brand new group travel company, and Andy Cox, um, calling in from Ibiza. He's a perennial season air worker, uh, lives over there, uh, has done for for a long time. So yeah, this is part two. It was such a long pod. Um, I think I, I mentioned in the intro of pod one. Um, you know, we were like, I, I remember calling you, actually. I think uh, it's worth mentioning the we pre-recorded the show when we normally do the intro around at the same time. We'll do the outro and we'll get on with it. And I'm, I was like, Demo, Demo, this pod's long. I need to cut it down. And I, I just couldn't cut anything out. I, I generally just couldn't cut anything. I thought the views that both Simon, Andy and Owen had were fantastic. Again, they're <laughs> their own personal views. They don't represent the companies they work for. But what's the point cutting stuff out when people have got great things to talk about and you'll hear that in this next part and obviously um we'll also end on a bit of a lighter note with a with a story from the travel industry uh, i think uh, i picked on simon mm. on this one he, he wasn't expecting it but we've got a good story he's got a good story to tell 
Uh, and then we'll end on the travel world news, which we normally do at the end of each pod. But there was um, there was so much in part one, we just we just didn't have the time. Uh, definitely, um, no, that's right. There was uh, there was a lot to talk about, and uh, maybe in future we'll just have to rein our guests in a little bit. Just yeah, try and, maybe <laughs> try and tell them to try and tell them to shut up or keep it short and sweet. And uh, no, no, it's either they well, it's either they or us have to shut up. Mate. I don't yeah, know which exactly. One it is. Yeah, yeah, it could be. A, <laughs> could be a combination of both and obviously not being rude for them to tell them to be quiet we'll just have to interject so, politely interject yeah, as they say i totally agree i totally agree so i think should we just uh should we should we just get on with it and uh, bring our guests back on and let our listeners listen to the rest of the roundtable pod part two that's it yeah enjoy guys and uh, likewise uh, just let us know what you're thinking um by contacting us instagram email or, or via twitter it'd be great to hear from you guys There are other things to point out. There's something Owen's just just waved that is is COVID insurance. And Owen, I'm, I'm going to I was going to ask you about this a bit later on. But we might as well bring it up now. Obviously, um, there are a lot of issues. A lot of people couldn't get refunds, and you know it is it is tough times for tour operators. You know they do have to think about the business themselves. Lots of people were made redundant, myself included. It, 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 they were tough times. But obviously now insurance companies need to come up with ways to ensure because COVID is not going away. It's going to be with us forever. We need to ensure that whenever resurgence does come back, that people aren't left out of pocket because, again, that affects their mental health. Yeah, 100 percent. I think, um, you know, we, it's such a broad topic, you know, COVID insurance and, you know, sort of, um, traveller well-being and, you know, how companies can feel safe sending their travellers abroad. Right now, a lot of companies are holding back, you know, but they want to send their travellers abroad. Um, but, you know, COVID insurance is huge. You know, there's got to be sort of a you know, appalling of, of minds across the industry, you know, whether that be travel industry, you know, government insurance companies to really make it possible for people to travel with you know, great peace of mind. I think that's that's something that has to happen, and that 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 falls across all industries. You know, events. It falls across you know mm. music events industry. You know, I don't want to talk about broader topics because it's a travel podcast, but it affects so many walks of tourism and walks of life that we all you know are involved in. So how how does that affect you, Simon? I was just about to come in and say, actually, as someone who is running his own tour, pro, how is that affecting you? Um, well, I'm I'm actually um, constantly engaging with with insurers and uh, and you know the travel insurers and things. I mean, what's really interesting is that there there are products out there now for for individuals, um, families um, that can can sort of upgrade their 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 normal travel insurance. So it's got you know your cancellations in there if it's COVID related and so on and so forth. Group travel is slightly different. Um, but there's there's an air, and and I would say that all of that lobbying is going on, and and um, you know the ABI are speaking together, and and it's all coming in that way. You've got tour operators um, pushing, irrelevant whether you're this, uh, whether you're tiny or whether you're huge. They're they're all asking the same questions, and and that is 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 gaining momentum. And as soon as the the underwriters feel that that they're over the precipice, I, I think that we're actually going to start to see some changes coming fairly mm. rapidly um, mm. as it comes. And it might be that it's an additional cost at the beginning, but what is that? You know, is that going to be is that going to be the stepping stone? And then actually, you know, very much just like SARS and MERS, they're, mm. they're also coronaviruses. It's just that they 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 haven't different forms, in that. aren't so, they? They're just different yeah, forms of exactly. Of yeah. So I, I think that um, as coming back to your point, there's a, there's an optimism around um, travel at the moment. There's an optimism that that things are moving in the right direction, and 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 we need to embrace that mm. and um, work within the 
criteria that we go. And, and the more that we sort of accept the fact that we, we need to do this and we need to do that, and we need to come into your point, Owen, about, you know, I, I like the phrase of traveler well-being and, and that, that, that making that journey comfortable, irrelevant whether you're actually sat on a plane, it's, it's from the start to finish. I, yeah. I think that yeah. everybody is, is sort of really thinking about it and, it, and it's, it's changed its perspective. And it's also changed the conversation with customers and, and, and how you actually look, where am I going to go on holiday? What am I going to do? And um, from a well-being perspective, a lot of people find comfort in even being able to plan. And, and you know, we, we know the benefits of going on holiday. You're outside a lot more if we're not there, yeah. just smiling. You know, mm. all of those things are really just positive for the mentality. You know, it's, it's, it's that break that everybody needs. Yeah. So Andy, someone who's a seasoned traveler, obviously, you know, always envious about your seasons off when you're not working, you're either doing a ski season or you know, yourself and your partner, Katie, uh, where was the last place you went to? Was it Bali or somewhere like that? I mean, being turning to you as someone who travels a lot, how, how are you thinking the future is going to be in this post COVID era? How you, what's going to make you feel um, safer, make you feel better about choosing your next destination to travel to? It, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I will touch on a couple of the topics that the other gents just talked about. I mean, where I'm working right now is a high-end venue. Um, and the reason we're doing so well is, as we touch on the PCR tests and the lack of insurance and so on, is because the people I'm working with have money. And for me, I came from a background which didn't have so much. Um, my family were wonderful and great to me, but I never had that big money to travel and I think it would be absolutely devastating if the industry doesn't find a way. And to be fair, listen to Simon gave me some positivity that the insurance thing might actually be coming through. But right now, it is just the high end that's travelling. Mm. So I need to wait until you know that kind of just calms down a little bit and that subsides. Um, but what would give me confidence? Um, it's a simple case of getting vaccinated, dare I say it. Mm. Um, I need to be vaccinated. I have absolutely no doubt my favourite travel places in the world will require me to be vaccinated and it's just let's get the world vaccinated and get the world moving um you know i sound very sort of you know pro-vax it's just a simple case of that we need to get this world moving and we get moving safely and for me personally that's the only way i can see it no i think i 100 agree i think you know we're all yeah. we're, you know once we're all safe you know and i don't i don't want to talk about all the intricacies of what's happened in the past I think once we're all safe and once we can, you know, get back to, we can see that. I think we can, I can see a little dot at the end of the tunnel. That light is there. And we just now to see it to starting to get a bit bigger and bigger and bigger like that until we can actually see full sunlight, until we can see that sunset coming down on San Antonio Beach. You know, that, <laughs> that is, that is the ultimate what we want to see right now. Um, uh, I tell you, I, think- I can't wait to see that one. The first one, I'm probably going to, I'm going to cry like a baby the first one I see. <laughs> That's happening. That's happening. I'll video, I'll be videoing you all on Instagram, live Instagram, Travel Our World podcast, and it's just me crying. <laughs> Yeah, I but. think I think I think that's a good sort of like positive to maybe sort of you know bring things to a close. And we're just gonna, I just want to do a bit of a quick fire thing here. So Andy, I'll come to you first. What got you into travel? Tell us a bit about your why you got into you know wanting to be in Ibiza or wanting to go to all these places. Um, in the shortest way possible, dare I say it? It was surfing for me. So oh, it was a it, it was a hobby that I got into. And, can, can I um, ask you? Sorry to interrupt. Can I ask you? Course. Have you been Have you been to Hawaii? You know what? <laughs> I haven't. 
Um, oh dear! Yeah. Well, obviously, you if you listen, properly. if you, you listen to the last properly. podcast, if you listen to 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 the to the intro pod, uh, Damo here had a had a honeymoon in Hawaii, and uh, he referenced that's his love for Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. But, yeah well, exactly. honestly, I'd love to go to Hawaii, but um, you may have an inkling that I might be a budget traveller, and <laughs> Hawaii definitely enough, does yeah. not fall into that category. <laughs> uh, Mexico, on the other hand, different Ooh, conversation. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, yes. right, I like that. Uh, Hawaii is on the bucket list. Yeah, brilliant. Owen, what about yourself? Why did you get into the travel industry? Give us some, you know, tell us what, why the travel industry is so uh, a good industry to get involved into. The people, in simple simple terms. I mean, I've worked in travel over 20 years, um, straight out of college. I remember um, these two American guys came over to my college. I was 17. Mm. They saw this dream, this image of going to work in Florida at 18 years of age, I thought it seemed an amazing dream. I wanted to travel, meet new people, international students at the time. And I went for it, got accepted, and it sort of went on from there. But I think once you've worked in travel for a long time, <clears throat> excuse me, and you have a passion for travel, people stay in travel, as as yeah. our groups and I, you know. We're, we're all very passionate. We're all, we've got similar interests. You know, I've never met Andy or Simon before, but I know we would have a long you know, conversation about our travel experiences. So I think once you're in that industry, you know, the people are great, um, you know, the experiences you can share. And that, mm. to me, that's the most important thing that I can sort of enjoy in life is, is life experiences and travel. It's quite simply put, you know, and that's with you for a lifetime. Never yeah. it's it's one thing we, we touched yeah. on an intro pods you know something Dave and I have often spoken about and that's what has you know cemented our friendship working together in the industry and that's what you know cemented my friendship with you guys it, 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 above all it's about the people I think that is the overriding thing it's about going to meet new people new cultures and experiencing new things it's 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 what people make the world go round. Uh, it doesn't matter if you've got loads of money or not. Um, you know, if you're a budget travel, traveler, like the, like the most of us at the end of the day, you're meeting people that are local or you're meeting other like-minded people like you who travel who want the same things. And I think that's the overriding emotion I get from working in this industry. I think we've, we've covered some great subjects. There. I mean, look, we, we could carry on talking about this for hours and hours and hours yeah. because, um, you know, we've, these are all our personal views, you know, and so regardless of how things were or things have been, the, the one positive I think we can take from this is travel is back. People are now yeah. wanting to travel, whether it's for business and having business, having been a business traveler myself, you know, for in my previous role, you know, I was, I don't know, Damo can't wait to get out to Spain and see his suppliers. And obviously there are people, you know, can't wait to speak to you, Owen. And I'm sure Simon can't wait to get back to the UK. Maybe not. Maybe he's happy in Austria, but I know that I'm waiting for him to come <laughs> back and have a few beers down here in sunny Brighton. But I think, you know, travel is back. It's going to take some time for it to get back to normal. But I, I, I firmly believe that once things open up a bit more and the green light system works better in the sense of, yes, we've got Portugal right now and I'm seeing a lot of demands. I'm picking up a lot of phone calls at the moment for people wanting to go away and holiday in Portugal. That's great. But you've still got a PCR test and you add on top of that, it's a lot of money. But like your business, Simon, many of other tour operators have decided to, you know, um, offer cheaper ones. I know some of the big tour operators are offering yeah, yeah. them for 20 quid, for example. I know for, from my side, you know, the company I work for, we're offering, uh, you know, 50% off if you book. And that's great because they're not cheap, obviously. And it'd be great if these mm. companies could think 
about people before their own profit, maybe. But it's a way of getting people to their destinations. And once we see Spain come on that list, it'll be great because I know Andy's can't wait to see me. I'll be over on the first flight over. <laughs> um, but um, obviously, the one thing I want to, um, you know, it, 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 it's just touch on is, uh, you know, well, I'm not going to we're touching on it, is travel is back and the future looks a little bit better. Um, Simon, I wanna, I wanna, I'd like to know from you, from someone who's been in, in there as long as most of us, where are we going to best find you on holiday? Um, <laughs> at, the, at the moment, I would say um, Croatia is, is fitting most of, um, um, my, um, most of my wants. Um, it's a, we, we head down every summer, um, obviously with a, with a, a young family, um, it's very, very easy. I mean, it's a, you know, you can be there in five hours in the car or, or where we sort of generally going is sort of seven hours away. Um, water's warm. Um, it's good quality. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not one for hotels. Um, we prefer to be on campsites and, um, you know, just, just absorbing it. I'm, I'm much more of a having a, a, a quick drink by the beach and then going back and putting on the barbecue. And, um, you know, I don't mind doing the shopping. I don't mind Lovely. going to the supermarket. Fabulous. Um, just, just easy, easy, cheesy. Um, you know, spending a lot of time in the mountains um, and growing up by the sea, um, it's always an attraction to go back to the sea. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's the simplicity of it. And it's nice that, you know, you've, you've got a little bit of guaranteed heat. Um, Fabulous. Not too yeah. hot, but not too cold. No, I mean, um, I, I, I second that. A lot of people could say Croatia is, is, is on the up and up. And obviously uh, things have happened, as, as we know, we've spoken about. But uh, long may, when we get back to return, that, that it, it picks back up. It's definitely uh, an area I'd like to see more of, um, Croatia and, and that whole sort of that, that whole coastline. So I heard uh, a lot of good things about the country. Yeah, my yeah. wife's been there. She says it's amazing. So mm. I'd, it's one, one place I'd love to go to in the future. So, Andy, you're not allowed to use Ibiza. Um, what's your two best holiday destinations? You know what? When we're talking about doing this pod, I, I was thinking long <laughs> and hard about this. And there, there, there's two places. Rack your brains. Uh, rack your brains. Uh, absolutely. Um, for me, there's two clear winners. Um, in number two, in second place, is Indonesia. Wow. Um, if, if you actually want to see culture, meet people, and just have a complete break from the Western reality. Indonesia is one of my favourite places to travel in the world. Um, I just absolutely love it and love the atmosphere, the food. I mean, if you've never tried Indonesian food, do it. It's like Chinese food, but spicy and incredible. Oh, it's amazing. Nice. And my number, my number one has to be, I touched it, Mexico. Um, Great place. I just absolutely adore Mexico. I mean, mm. Whatever you're looking for in a holiday, you will find in Mexico. If you want the big five star and all the entertainment, it's there. But if you want to go and meet some locals and throw in a backpack and live on $10 a day, you can do it as well. Um, for me personally, Mexico really has everything that I would want and I would envisage any client would want as well. Uh, you know, um, you, you know when it. your friends go on holiday and they bring you back that T-shirt? My friend went to Spain and all he bought me was this T-shirt. When Andy went to Mexico, what he brought me back it wasn't a T-shirt. It was a Mexican wrestling mask, and I've still got it. <laughs> <laughs> and in I fact, I'm going to 
I'm going to stick it. I'm going to put it on. I'm going to put it on a picture on Instagram. So if you listen to this podcast, everyone, get on your Instagram page. I'm, I'm going to show you the picture. Thought, in fact, yeah, I'll, I'll get a picture with our common friend Benji. I'll get him to wear it. Well, I'll be seeing him in, in it at some point, and I, we'll get a picture for you. I um, thought you were going to say he brought you back a bottle of Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, uh, Owen. Uh, over to you, mate. What are your two favourite destinations? Oh, like Andy, I, I had a long, hard think about this one, and to get it narrowed down to two is pretty tough. Um, okay, if I'm looking for culture, you know, seeing stuff, you know, touring, enjoying the scenery, you know, getting out and about, I would say Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. Um, huge variety of excursion opportunities, you know, Sigiriya Rock, the you know, the rugged coastline, the Elephant Orphanage, Pinawella. There's a huge amount of things to see and do. It's a huge country, so you can't do all of it in 10 days, two weeks, really, but you can do a good slice of it. Yeah. Has got the beach element, but for me, to twin that with proper beach luxury, Maldives. Oh. Just do oh, a wow. twin centre. Sri Lanka yeah. Maldives works perfectly as a twin centre. Culture, sea stuff, Sri Lanka, beach, luxury, you know, clear sea, clear sea. If I'm not mistaken, Owen, you were supposed to go to the Maldives really recently. Oh, you have been? Yes, yes, yes. Fabulous. Oh, that was Mauritius. Oh, Mauritius. Right, my mistake. (laughs) Throwing in the other one then. Maldives and Mauritius. Yeah, that was on the list. (laughs) (laughs) I bet bet we've all got a few... uh, um, destinations on our list that we all want to go to once things get back to normal absolutely now simon i know you said to me please don't ask me about destinations and i can see you're racking your brain so i'm not going to come to you about destinations what i'm going to ask you simon have you got a really good travel world story part of the podcast is we like to talk about some stories and i know andy and owen probably have stories about me having worked with them for many years and been friends for a long time I did bring up a few <laughs> stories um, in the first podcast, how I got my first interview and how I was late for that one. So, Simon, what would you like to share with our listeners? A very good story about you in the travel world, something that's, um, yeah, you'd like to share. I, I wouldn't like to share anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Um, um, weirdly enough, I mean, uh, I suppose the easiest story to tell is, is Actually, there isn't an easy story to tell. Um, I'm sure you've got a story about you working in a bar in Austria and being too drunk or something. And I don't know, there must be one out there. Oh, it must have been, I don't know, late 90s, something along those lines. I, I was a ski tech, and um, which basically for, for those who, who aren't sort of familiar, the ski tech is somebody who fits out the skis and boots for, for the customers as they come in. And... Um, there was a school group and it, and it had been a very, very long day and we'd gone through quite a few hundred different people and uh, and there's this last group there and, and we're piling away through, getting through and, and we come down to the last sort of, you know, eight people who are there, um, children and, and the teachers have just stood there and, and everybody's in great spirits, really excited. And so boots on, you know, this and the other thing, come to the last last girl and, um, and she... Um, says yeah size five pop them on um yeah can you wiggle your toes yeah uh, any pain anywhere can you lift your heel you know all of those different things is how you do it your, your your boots and uh, she said yeah no that's great and i could see something was going on um um around me because all the teachers were sort of like hustling around and sort of talking to each other and and sort of having a, a wry grin on their face and, and everything along those lines and um and so i said right let's get that boot off and let's get your pair of skis and and I went to pull the boot off, and this girl, obviously incredibly comfortable in in in, in this environment, um, basically 
released the bottom half of her leg. So she uh, and and the whole of her leg came off in, in, in the boot with it, which obviously I nearly fainted, if I'm being honest. It was one of the most shocking things. She was, she was laughing about it. She was oh doing God. everything that you can do. And I thought to myself, you know, you take a step back after you've actually got your breath and your pulse has come down by, you know, at least 100 beats per minute down to, oh. to bring you to a level where you're not sort of in the moment of anything else. And, and I said, you know, I, I've, I've never um, did anything. Oh, yeah, we, we do loads of things like this all the time to, to, to people we don't know. And, and she was very, very comfortable in, in, in that environment doing it. And I thought, well, complete respect that, uh, you know, you, you can carry on and do all of those things. So um, it's probably not, not the sort of story you were expecting. That's um, brilliant. But, it, but it's, it's a memory and it just shows the total re- resilience that, that, that these, you know, young people had. Um, blew my mind. I, yeah. I don't think I actually ever got over it um, in, in its entirety. And I there's think... still a few people who, who, who remind me of this moment when they, when, when uh, you know, 20 years later, when, when we meet up. But, I bet your uh, face went as white as the snow, didn't it, Simon? <laughs> well, I, to be honest, I think I was even whiter. So, uh, <laughs> I, I think that there was a, what I would class as, um, I'm surprised there weren't a load of dogs hustled around me from from the high pitch scream <laughs> which came out of my my um my mouth which only dogs can actually uh, hear i mean it was it was one of the most shocking things but it actually a very memorable one but not fabulous. for what i would class as a bad reason just no to, I, I think it's a, it's a great story it's a great memory to to have you know to rem- remind yourself again another reason why you get in the travel industry but i think guys what i'd like to do is thank you all for taking your time out this evening to join us on the travel our world podcast it's been absolutely great to get your personal insights and your views obviously I think, you know, our listeners can take a lot away from here. We, the way we look at it is travel is back and people like ourselves that work in the industry can't wait to get more people out to their favourite destinations, whether it be Sri Lanka, whether it be in Austria, whether it be Ibiza, even maybe whether it be in London, you know, or wherever you want to go, that um, the travel industry is, is here. It's ready. Um, we just need guidance. We just need people to tell us how to do it and, and, and where we can do it. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be back um, on the beaches, wherever we want to be, or in the Alps, skiing, doing the things we love. But it's um, been, been really good. Thanks, guys. Thanks yeah. for joining us. It's been, but there, yeah, uh, go. Been thank you very much to, uh, to Andy. Thank you very much for, for joining us from Ibiza. Love the shirt. We're going to have to get a picture of that shirt and we'll have to put it on Instagram page. So send me a picture later. Owen, as always, my friend, thank you very much for your fantastic insight in business travel. And Simon, can I just wish you all the best of luck with your, with your new venture? It's great that even though in these, um, in, you know, times that they are, that businesses are starting and new businesses are opening up and it, it, it gives me great, um, solace to understand and realize that you know we are getting back to where we probably once left off but thank you very much thank you very much for having us or having me should i say (laughs) (laughs) i can't speak on behalf of everybody else but thank you anyway well done What a fantastic podcast this has been. Again, to our listeners, thank you very much for listening to part one last week and part two today. Um, Absolutely brilliant. Everything that Owen and Simon and Andy had to say I think is 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 brilliant. Um, There's some great insights there. It's it's sound. It's the truth. It's it's what's going on. Um, 
And I, um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I said, that's why we had to make it two parts. I, I just couldn't cut any of that out. Um, and a great... No, carry on. Sorry. No, and I was just saying what a great story from Simon as well. Um, oh, no, it was brilliant. I think, you know, it's what, what we want to hear. We want to hear people's thoughts, uh, stories, uh, adventures, tales, uh, what they've experienced uh, with regards to travel, um, whether that be business travel or, or life experiences. Mm. And, um, you know, likewise from people listening, at, you know, the downloads that we're getting, the, the people that are listening, you know, please get in touch. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know mm. your feedback on the, on these episodes. If you, wanna, if you want us to include anything, you know, subjects, hopefully you've got all of our details by now, our Twitter feed, podcast, underscore travel. Underscore travel. We've also got by email, that's travelourworldpodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Instagram, Travel Our World Podcast. I think uh, all of it is quite sort of uh, yeah. self-explanatory, really. But uh, yeah, been a fantastic do, do, do the whole DMing thing, you know, the, what the kids say. Oh, I'll DM you, DM you. No, I think... Um, we, they can we, slip we into another... our DMs anytime, you know. <laughs> Actually, I own a pair of Doc Martens, but that, that's beside the point. <laughs> no, I think it's, um, it's great insights. Again, all three of them work in different parts of travel. And, you know, yeah. it's great to hear how the season's kicking off in Ibiza, sadly, without the Brits. But I'm sure we will be able to get over there soon. And, you know, how things are looking great in Austria um, at the moment for Simon, but also for his business, you know, a, a UK group travel business. And and, and Owen, in, in business travel, he's absolutely right. You know, we both travel for business and we, we, we you know, well, I used to, but you still do. And the idea of going to see, you know, your suppliers and you, you call them friends, you know, you want to go and do that. But it's, um, I think the one overriding point um, basically here is, um, is is the travel thing, is the is the traffic light system. So, um, Damo, I actually have some news for you. I know you haven't had much chance to have a look at um, where we're reaching out to, but did you know we have listeners in Australia? I know one wow. of them's my dad. One of, yeah. one, of, one of them's my dad, but there you go. We have listeners in Brazil. I don't know anyone in Brazil. Do you? No. We've got listeners in Canada, America, all over Europe, even Morocco. I, I, it's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, I, guys, for tuning say, in. I'd have to say obrigado to those ones in Brazil, that's for sure. Merci. Danke schön. Merci. Um, you G'day, know. mate. You know, in Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'm sure Grant's listening to that going, oh, Damo, your Aussie oh, accent still hasn't improved. Exactly, hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, Grant, how you doing, buddy? How's Australia? Um, yeah, good lad he was. Well, he is. He's Definitely. Good. No, he is. Still with us. Uh, he's a great lad. But no, I, it's, well, I, I think um, what we'd like to do is um, call up the traffic, the Travel World News. So this is one of our mainstays of the podcast. We couldn't do it at the end of part one because it was so long. And I know we, we're not going to keep people on for longer now because this is quite a long one as well. But um, as usual, if I had the music, I'd play it for you. I'm going to find you some music for this. But um, I think as part of the Travel World News, should we cover the traffic light system? What it means for the UK and, and non-UK? What does it really mean for those that don't live in the UK and listen to us? Yeah, exactly. Well, just uh, very basically, uh, green uh, the traffic light system, those uh, countries that are currently on the green list are those that if returning from those countries, you don't have to quarantine. And that's um, basically you just uh, arrive. Um, I think there is some regulations about taking a test, but you just arrive and you go about your normal day business. Um, so those countries that are currently included, uh, are currently included, I beg your pardon, um, are Australia, Brunei, uh, the Faroe Islands, Gibraltar, Iceland, um, Israel, New Zealand and Portugal. So obviously there's been a lot of stories in the in the press recently about people going out to Portugal. We're hoping for more countries to be added to that green list very soon. I'm not going to uh, say which uh, because I'm personally one of um, 
many people that hate spreading rumors about which yes. is going to be yeah. added on, you know, yeah. and it's also creates it also creates false hope and false optimism. It does. You know, so you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I think the conversations you and I have had recently, I've had at work as well. I've heard rumors about Spain. So I, I, I don't know. It's yeah. It's all conjecture. It's all rumors, and you know, it's, you're creating um, you know fake news, and that's not what we're about. But um, yeah, so obviously for a UK citizen coming back from these countries and um, t- tell us about the testing. What sort of tests do you have to do? You know, what's what currently, is it still the PCR test? Yeah, so uh, currently at the moment, so uh, I believe greenness countries, you still have to take one test upon returning. You have to have a test from the country of origin where you're coming from. So, for example, if you're returning from Portugal, you have to have a, a certified registered test, which is, um, uh, as, as the name suggests, certified with a, a, a proper supplier over over in Portugal. And uh, as my understanding, and please check, you know, government websites or your airline uh, that you're traveling with, whether that be EasyJet, British Airways, whoever, um, and there are other airlines. Other available, airlines uh, available. <laughs> other airlines available, of course. Um, but also check on the gov.uk website. You can go, you can go on there, check specific countries that you're traveling to or from. They will tell you all of what you need to know with regards to testing, etc. Um, so what current- about entering those green list countries like Portugal? So you, you have to take a test, obviously, to, to get into those countries. Is that still the truth? That is correct. Yeah. So you still have to take a test entering those countries. Each country will be different. Um, so again, like I said, if you go to the uh, the gov.uk website, all of the information's there. Um, airline companies and also your tour operators will give you the necessary information if you're traveling with those people. So please, you know, check with those prior to travel. Um, there are many companies out there. And I know that obviously it's a, a price battle with, with regards to some of these people, but you can actually find very reasonable price. There are high street uh, pharmacists i won't name who but high street pharmacists offering very good uh, testing prices as well so that's certified pcr test which gives you the right to travel there is also testing available through many of the airlines as well uh, and also at most major airports heathrow gatwick mm-hmm. stansted um, those in scotland for example i know they can start to travel um, maybe from certain areas within scotland so yeah there's there's a whole world of information out there for, mm-hmm. for people to actually find where what you need when you travel and also where you can actually um, get a travel test. And I think, you know, there's been a lot of people worrying about, oh, I want to go away by family in the summer holidays mm-hmm. and it's going to cost me X amount of money. It's only for rich people who can travel at the moment. Well, I yeah, think- Andy covered that, didn't he? He said, you know, he did, as a British yeah. traveller at the moment, it's it's kind of out of his uh, realm. So I think um, I think prices need to come down, perhaps. But um, that that's so that's obviously for a UK citizen. Obviously, if you're not a UK citizen, it's worth checking your local government website. So if you mm-hmm. live in France, you live in Belgium right now, obviously, you can't get into the UK without having to quarantine because they are currently on the amber list, if I'm not mistaken. Um, obviously, if you're on the red list, then you, you'll probably be asked to go in quarantine in one of the quarantine hotels, which can cost a lot of money. Um, so obviously do check if you're not from the UK before you travel. And if you're from the UK, do check before you want to travel to one of those amber or red list countries, because again, it falls into that realm of if you've got the money, you can isolate in a hotel for 10 days. So no, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, everyone wants to travel securely. Um, they want to travel safely. So just make sure that you've got the necessary information. And also, most importantly, I think, make sure that your passport is still in date. I'm sure there's many people yes. that many people that have been due to travel from last year. They postponed it to this year and they think, oh, yeah, yeah. it's fine. You know, I dread to think that, you know, I think um, to my brother once he turned up at, at the airport and his passport had expired, had to get a, mm. a, yearly, a yearly one, which was back in the day you you could actually get those on the spot but please 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 i won't iterate it reiterate it anymore check that your passport your is passport. in date 
Yes. Yes. I'm going to do that right now. I think. I think it's in my drawer next to my desk where I'm sat. But I, I won't know. They'll be bang, they'll be banging in the background. Going, What's he doing? He's checking his passport. No, absolutely right because we don't belong. We're not part of the EU anymore. And, and yeah. so when we were part of the EU as UK citizens, I think it was a month. Now I think it reverts back to those six months. And again, it depends on the person you find at the passport control. They may just let you through, but nine times they may just say sorry, sir, your passport is out of date. So check your passport well i think that comes to that brings the news to an end obviously we're going to bring more news every time and obviously i think what we'll do demo is probably keep our listeners up to date with the uk side for the traffic light system but also bring some news from people's areas now we've got listeners all over the world why not well we'll be definitely looking at travel good travel news in your region as well you know things that um that may give you um some good ideas or help you um plan ahead so i think we'll do that 100%, 100%, you know, so those listeners that are in Brazil, USA, Australia, wherever you are in the world, you know, send us in your thoughts, send us in any news that you're hearing from your local tourist boards or your government, for mm. example, that may give us some insight into, you know, how future travel will pan out. So don't Absolutely. forget that. Don't forget those three ways. So we've got um, our Twitter feed is at podcast underscore travel. We've got an email address, which is travelourworldpodcast at gmail.com. And also uh, via Instagram. So send us a direct message. Um, travel Our World Podcast is our Instagram, uh, Instagram account. And uh, yeah, we look, for- look forward to hearing from you soon. Absolutely. So we've got another podcast coming up next week. We don't, we obviously we're trying to stay away from the weekly podcast. We just don't have the time, but we'll we're now because of part one and part two of the round table next week is something that's, um, we both enjoy golf. I'm, I'm a little bit sunburned because I've been out myself today playing Ooh, golf nice. with uh, one of my friends and it was a great experience. And, um, you know, there was a, I had a, I had a half decent round. I, I know a couple of my other friends are playing. Uh, is that a beer I hear you're, you're opening there, Damo? No, no, I no. Just no. Hear the... Oh, that might have been a little one, you know, just uh, for end of the bank holiday weekend, you know. Was that a little <laughs> of a beer I, I hear there? Fantastic, mate. I, I didn't I didn't bring one. I, I was I was in the I was in was down on Brighton Beach before I came back. So I'm a little bit again sunburned. So anyway, we digress. We've got another one coming next week. We've got episode three. It's the golfing pod. So if you're into golf, or even if you're not into golf, but you want to know more about the golf travel industry, um, we've got some great guests lined up, haven't we? We certainly do. Yeah, we've got people from uh, well-renowned uh, golf courses and and resorts around uh, the UK and and Europe. We won't again divulge names because, quite frankly, we're not allowed to. But we've also got other people that are working within the industry as well. So we're really looking forward to welcoming in them into the podcast. And we'll try and keep it as brief and concise as possible, so we don't absolutely yeah. so we don't lengthen it out to two episodes like we did this one. I think this is just this is what's going to happen for the future. So yeah, exactly. so. Next podcast, ninth, uh, the not the ninth actually. I do, I do. Um, sixteenth, the sixteenth of, of June. Yeah, I'll be on holiday. Oh, <gasps> I'll God. be on holiday. Lucky you, lucky you indeed. I'll be on holiday. I'm looking forward to it. Um, the paddleboards arrived and everything else is is, is slotting into place. So yeah, do join us on the sixteenth of June for the golfing pod, and we'll be discussing everything, the ins and outs of the golf industry. So again, don't forget to contact us on uh, instagram you can dm us there at travelourworldpodcast.com we've got our email gmail travelourworldpodcast@gmail.com or podcast underscore travel if you're into tweeting demo it's been an absolute fantastic experience it's part one and part two is so much information in there and i really hope our listeners have enjoyed it i've thoroughly enjoyed it uh, and I, I look forward to um hosting up with you in the next pod in two weeks time definitely have a good week uh, martin and we will uh welcome our listeners again very soon as you say Um, absolutely everyone enjoy your time enjoy your week whatever you're doing I hope the weather's good and if it's not good I hope you're good and we'll see you again soon take care Damo and you mate bye bye bye